When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Sushere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. I meant to look. I wonder if Tiger's Pro-Am was televised today. We haven't started until tomorrow. Oh, no, the Pro-Am was today. Oh, I'm sure they had some highlights, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how he hit it today. They're probably just getting started out there. No, wait. They're in the uh, Bahamas, right? They're in the Bahamas. Albany, Bahamas. I wonder which name came first, the uh, Albany in the Bahamas or in New York. I bet a bunch of Albany people kind of settled that area and turned it into Albany, Bahamas. He had an eagle today. Did he? And a couple of birdies. Okay. How many uh, Other than that, I don't know how many eights he had or if he's scheduled for I his next surgery. I think it's an surgery. easy track, too, isn't it? Is that where you got to use the special ball? Because otherwise you'll hit it in the ocean? That was Grand Cayman. That was uh-huh. the Cayman. That was the, the Cayman the, the ball. Jack Cayman ball, yeah. right? Yeah. Jack invented the Cayman ball, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, that was it. So I got to ask you a question. Here I am. Garrison Keel. Yep. Who did he have the feud with? Was it Nick Coleman? I don't know. No, who was the guy that gave his address out and he, he went nuts? He had a feud with the Pioneer. Yes. He, he went but, through a Norway or Sweden period. He had the or, girlfriend. He had the girlfriend. He, he, lived, the over, Danish, he lived abroad. He, had the, he met the Danish foreign exchange student at his class reunion for Anoka, and they went up. They rekindled whatever they might have felt back then, and he moved to Denmark, I believe it well, was. Well, whatever. Then he came back here, mm-hmm. and he bought a house somewhere in Cathedral Hill. Yes, and, right. And the Pioneer Press made a big deal of it. Uh, and and they, showed a picture of his house. Right, and he was uh, livid as well as he should have been. The mm-hmm. paper has no right to print your address. What mm-hmm. the hell? And he went nuts, and then from that moment on, always held the Pioneer Press in suspicion. Even writing that I was snooping around in his garage. You. No, I never I did. I remember that. No, I, I never would, did. I never you, did. You. Me. How would he, you, you know, maybe somebody was, but it wasn't, wasn't you. Me. It wasn't <laughs> no, me. No, Really? I didn't. Uh, if I, didn't. I would have suspected, he would have had an old boat or an interesting car. Sure. Maybe I would He would have been fair game like every now, other you single. could have been up there walking on Cathedral Hill, yep. peeking into the garages to see if there were any old boats From in the there. sidewalk, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well... If it looked abandoned, though, you'd take a peek, wouldn't you? Yeah. Walk up there and take a peek. Well, but he has he has spoken. Uh, well, we he, have this. We, we have this audio. We have email. this audio. Listen carefully. He said uh, he said his goodbye. He kind of almost a tearful goodbye. Right. Well, folks, I guess this is it. Much to the surprise of 
many, but inevitably and indubitably not much of a surprise to a select few. I'm leaving the comfort of public radio over allegations of improper behavior. Farewell and adieu from Lake Wobegon, where the men are above average and and the the chicks are hot, <laughs> hot and fresh and soft to the touch. I'm like a buttermilk biscuit in my hands, don't you know? And oh, oh dear. Mm. Yes. And then just a, a hasty uh, yeah. exit. Yes, right. Oh man, that was a that was that sounded uh, that was him. My that mole, my him. mole from uh, that was Saint him. Paul got yeah. that for me. Yeah, that's right. Touched uh, a woman on her back. On her back, and then the hand just kept going up. Either that or went down. I, I can't. It went up. I'm not thinking it went down. He said it went up. I thought it went down. <laughs> no, no. Sounds no, like no. a Seinfeld. Either either went up, went What's down. the deal if with your hand? I think it went if down. If it's the back, you'd rather have it go up. Right. Wouldn't you? If you go down, yeah. you get well, into the other area. It's right. safe to say one of you's right. <laughs> right. Right. One of you is spot on. Either way, I don't see how you wipe the guy off your history map. I did for that. I did uh, find it rather his his whole thing about. It. While everybody else was hugging, I was an aloof prick, basically, is what he said, right? <laughs> I stood over on the side and paid no attention right. to anybody, right? I sent a text to a guy about it, a guy mm -hmm. who I anticipated would have had a very serious response, and he texted back, crack me up. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh -huh. Okay. Well, the, the the left is coming full circle to eat their own. Yes, they are. Well, Keeler had a essay in the Washington Post yesterday right. defending yes. Frank or saying don't fire Franken. Right, even though he went alfalfa on that tweeting. And now, and now, <laughs> and now the Post is act, acting apoplectic, like they have something to apologize for. No, they don't. You know, they let Garrison Keeler send them send in. Did they recruit the essay? I'm sure he sent it to them, right? I'm sure that whatever he writes, they'll gladly sure, print. Sure, you get a letter to the editor from Garrison Keeler, yeah. you're going to print it. The yeah. Post doesn't have to, you know, apologize to anybody. For but if that's all thing. he did, he's getting a bad deal. If that's all he did, he's mm. getting a bad deal. Yeah. but You're uh, worried, aren't you? There's something in your... <laughs> oh, I was drinking for many years there, uh, you know, <laughs> 19... Who knows? There's maybe. somebody at the Little Wagon or Luigi's or something. It would probably be Luigi's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But how do you like my new uh, jacket? It's got the uh, <laughs> hackness and the scene <laughs> from the Western. Uh, yeah. Doing it for you. Do you ever, touch the sun, will you? you touch, put your finger in the sun. Look at the sunset. You know? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, as this continues, what is going to constitute if, being made to feel know uncomfortable? What? If you've been a Matt Lauer type horn dog, mm -hmm. you might as well just come out and rat yourself Turn out. Turn in your your ID card and rat yourself out before. You know, don't sit around and wait for it. Right. It almost sounds like Keeler made this announcement. I think he's the one who said to the AP, "Yeah, I've been fired." I don't think NPR announced it. I think he did. Oh, really? Yeah. Did they? And he however, said, "You know, I'm 75. I don't. Have, I don't want to deal with it." I, not, you know. I thought he'd already been. But we had. We, he's had seven retirement ceremonies, right? I have no idea. 
Final concert. He quit the show last summer. Yes, but, but he but quit he's, but five he's, times before. But he's kept his hand in with Almanac okay, and this I stuff, see, okay. and, and then all the right. replays. They're getting rid of all that mm-hmm. for you this. Can't even have the replay. No, on? and they're changing the name of the show. The what? The Frisky Home Companion. I don't know. <laughs> yes, we had that list here. <laughs> We've had suggestions. And that was the that was the one that we thought they would run with the Frisky Home oh, Companion. God. It's unbelievable. I don't even see him as I can't use the word frisky. With I think him. He, I think he's too slow to read much. Can't get out of a chair. Slow. Too he's slow too slow to be a harasser. Yeah. Although never, we don't know when this was. No, this could have been ten could have years been ago, twenty-five years ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But uh, did uh, do you ever see one of their shows? Did you ever see one? Not in person. Did you ever see yes. a Prairie Home Companion? I did, did just because of my grandpa. I've, I've listened mm-hmm. to a couple on the radio. Mm-hmm. So the Red played for him. Uh, Red was in the house band with the Butch really? Thompson trio. It was really? Butch, Bill Evans, and uh, and my grandpa. And he was when they went on the road. He w- he took care of the staff. He my uh, contrary to you know, some reports, he was tough to work for, but he was always good to my grandpa. Maybe because he was old. No, well, he's one hundred and forty. He right. gave him a little reefer. Uh, I think Red had his own stash. Red had his own stash. Red was remember Red was growing his own on Worcester, St. Paul, that grass right off. by the. Uh, Right by that Homecroft school where he's growing his own. Steve, I want you to cut the grass, but leave these plants over here. I got these all by myself. Steve knew exactly what the hell he was. Flowers are flowers. Growing his own. They're for uh, Grandma Teresa, some uh, roses. Yeah, roses. Yeah, that's what they are. Of course, I put my hand up to my throat because he did have a tracheotomy. I think we could also add that uh, Keeler allowed... House band members to smoke pot, so we could get him on that one too. That was only forty years ago. Yeah, that's uh, you know he never did it in front of me, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that uh, he did smoke. His I hardly share. think Red was on stage with a heater in his mouth. <laughs> Keeler had the best line at my grandpa's eulogy, though. He said oh, he it, showed up for you. Uh, yeah, he usually you. Eulogized. eulogized him, and his best line was, "It pleased listeners." It pleased Red that so many listeners thought he was black. Because they would meet him, and they were like, you're not black? Because he had that Louis Satchmo voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he probably... Did Red sing? Uh, yes. Huh. He would, uh, and he, Mersey Dotes. He was the voice of Mersey Dotes in 1941 with the original recording. Really? Not know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, he would, uh, Chad Atkins said, nobody... Kept and better time than Red Maddox. And really? it was yep. always going. It was going so good for him until he reported that the cat was down the basement. Right? <laughs> George, because you know, Grandpa did have a little struggle. You know, he was off and on. He was off and on again with the uh, with the bottle, and he was down there listening to a Cheech and Chong. That was my first exposure to Cheech and Chong. Was Grandpa Red in their basement in St. Paul? We would go down there on Thanksgiving, and hey, Mister Chitlin, Mister Chitlin, and we would listen. Listen to Cheech and Chong records, but he was down there one day, and George, what are you doing down there? And uh, I'm petting Grayson. That was their cat, as Grayson is wrapping its tail and legs around Grandma upstairs. <laughs> so he, he just, you know, he was nice, but he had his uh, tough times too. All right. Why don't you take us to break? Uh, I can do that for All sure. Right. Timberwolves blew it last night. I got to admit, I uh, nodded off. Uh, I must have been snoring by 9 o'clock. I didn't see the uh, fourth period collapse, but uh, that's a bad loss at home when the other team doesn't have their best player. 
Although uh, they still have a good guard. And, Brad, and Bradley Beal, their other good guard, he didn't. He had six or eight points or something. Their bench is... Their bench was horrible last year. They thought they punched it up a little bit, but it stinks again. Uh, Jing did nothing last night. He got one point, and they only... They brought them back that Shabazz Muhammad, and you might as well release him. They only had him on the field, uh, on the court, for four minutes last night because he's so bad. So uh, they put the bench in, what, in the second quarter, and they kicked away the whole lead. So he didn't feel like he could uh, go to the bench again. And then. and then they ended up playing all these guys 40 minutes. They got beat. Now they get to go down to New Orleans tonight and play a couple of bad men, man. Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins. They, uh, that, uh, this could be a uh, bet $100,000 on the Pelicans game. Mm-hmm. Could be, you know, so. Are you a Tibbs fan? I'm neutral on them. I'm not uh, – I, I, I don't get – as roused about him as uh, some people get very upset at him. Corzo's like nuts about him. I think he's uh, he's having a hard time getting through to him. I guess that's your job, but it's uh, it's uh, he's having a tough time. But I right, want him to sit down. Yeah, yeah, I think so, and not not bark the whole game. That's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is. It's uh, you know we you know is. First coach he worked for in the NBA was Mussy. Right. <laughs> Here, right? That was the Mussy. Uh, that was Mussy's approach. But Mussy didn't bark like he did. This guy growls. Yeah, he does. His voice is, uh, he's going he's gonna to lose that voice, man. He's going to need throat surgery if he doesn't stop growling. So. What do you think of Gophers in Miami? Should be good. Yeah. Uh, too bad they're starting so damn late. I'd go, but I'm not going to. They say 8.15. It's the second game of a doubleheader, so it won't start till 8.30. It won't be over till quarter to 11. The heck with them. I hate these doubleheaders. Mm-hmm. I hate these 8.30 starts. But. Number 12 team in the country and the number 10, 10 team. team yeah, Miami's got. And uh, Jim Laranaga, who was a coach at George Mason and. Reavers, did they go to the Final Four, right? Yeah, 2006. A, yeah, they like this long shot team made it to the Final Four as a 12 seed or something, and he got hired down in Miami. He seemed like, the, you know, just a old kind of slow-moving white guy went down to Miami and uh, has done great down there. He's done very well. So He's like 166 and 41 or something And like playing that. in the ACC, that's not easy. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it should be a good game. Well, Miami isn't a traditional powerhouse, nope. are they? No, nope. not in basketball. No, no, not not at all. But uh, they uh, they originally, you know, were stuck kind of down there by themselves, and then they got in the Big East, and then they left the Big East for the ACC. But they were in the Big East for a while when it was just uh, as a basketball conference, and they were still playing independent football. How many days off did Zim give the club? They Thanksgiving? played Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm sure three days. Yeah. They're back, back in the fold back now, Monday, aren't they? And they still gave them, gave them Tuesday off. Oh, yeah, today. Yeah. We don't have any controversies, though. We know Keenum's going to start a quarterback, so you don't even have to ask him that. Well, even though he says it's week to week. It's week to week. He's playing yeah. a mind game with him. Well. Trying to keep the pressure on. It's creative yeah, tension. Yeah, it could be it. It could also be uh, deep in his heart. He's waiting for the first clunker, so he loves Teddy. So. Hey, uh, Patrick, but, what? forgive me if you've mentioned this. I was uh, on the phone for a brief moment while you and Joe were talking. Are you up to date now on the latest with the University of Tennessee and their search for a football coach? Now, this is a radio guy, and I'm not sure how plugged in he is. Ah, Clay okay. Travis. But, okay. 
But he reports that <laughs> they reached a deal with Purdue's Jeff Brown. Yeah. And then the AD took it to the president or the chancellor. And the chancellor said, no, we won't give him this much, either the buyout or something. <laughs> so then they went back to Brom with a lesser offer, and he said, no, thank you. <laughs> so they, this is the same team that made the offer to the guy Shiano. that had been at Penn State mm-hmm. during the Sandusky. So they so uh, they don't uh, – I don't know where they're going now. Why are they afraid of T. Martin? Won a national championship for him. He's 39 years old, Southern Cal – uh, offensive coordinator, uh, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know that that would seem to be one that the public might put up with. There, this is Tennessee. Yes, I can't bring myself to get worked up about who coaches. Tennessee. Well, it's fun around here because Manny Hill is a Tennessee fan. Oh yeah, and Chip Scoggins is a Tennessee fan. And so, it's traditionally been a. I mean, this is a high-profile job in the SEC. Yeah, they got a hundred. They got a stadium down there on the river, Joe, that holds a hundred thousand people. What's their nickname? The Vols, Vols, baby. That's the Volunteers. That's right. One of the greatest college football games I ever attended when Notre Dame came down there. As I said, they would have greeted ISIS more warmly than they did Notre than they did those Catholics <laughs> down there, man. Especially with Rocket Ismail playing for uh, Notre Dame. That was Holtz's. That was a great football game, and they had a hundred thousand people there just going nuts. Tennessee's but they come up in the river. Thousand. They got the Vol Navy. They come up on the river. Their boats. They bring yeah. their boats up and walk up the hill of the game. Wow. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. Launches. Oh yeah. yeah. It's great. It's great. Uh, but they haven't been good for quite some time. So they used to cheat like crazy. I don't know if they cheat as good as they used to. They used to be unbelievable. They were. They were. They were the best buyers of talent in the uh, in the uh, Southeastern Conference. Any more Gophers leave the program? Oh, they're going to run a few more out of there. They did everything they could to make poor Seth Green leave. The kid from, uh, why won't he leave? They basically are begging him to leave. They wouldn't play. They had they had Rookie and Reavers playing quarterback for him, and they wouldn't give Seth Green a chance. They're trying to get him to leave the program. He won't leave. I don't know. What no, I'm good. Uh, I'm he, good right here. Yeah, he could be a traffic reporter. Yeah. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Oh, man. You know, I mean, to not get a chance. With those other two months playing quarterback is just that's a message, son. Get the hell out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. But uh, he hasn't taken it as yet. There'll be a few more. Yeah. Kind of like me when I was asked to quit the team, I was like, I like sitting on the bench. I'm comfortable <laughs> over I'm here. It's all, that's yeah, good. I'm We're good. good. I love playing left out. Sports <laughs> talk will return shortly. Here's John Knight. Thank you, Joe. It's partly cloudy. Right before we. Um, we were going to make Kenny. sure that Kenny like heard. Kenny. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is Kenny. Garrison's final farewell. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Here we go. I think I heard this. Well, folks, I guess this is it. Much to the surprise of many, but inevitably and indubitably not much of a surprise to a select few. I'm leaving the comfort of public radio over allegations of improper behavior. Farewell and adieu from Lake Wampagon, where the men are above average and... And the, the chicks are hot, <laughs> hot and fresh and soft to the touch. I'm like a buttermilk biscuit in my hands, don't you know? And, oh, what do you mean? Whoops. Whoops. What to do? It's almost like a Brockmeyer press conference, <laughs> yes, isn't it? Yes, yes. Wasted out. <laughs> you 
clouds, 46 degrees. We have breaking sports news. Oh, really? Good. Minnesota Lynx forward Maya Moore is Sports Illustrated's Performer of the Year. Wonderfully. Maya. Why do they call her performer? Why not athlete? WNBA star not only led the Lynx to its fourth title in seven years, she's a key player on more than a dozen teams that have won championships. I get it. Ranging from her time at UConn to the WNBA to Olympic gold medals to professional leagues around the globe. And uh, as the magazine points out, she's uh, got the individual awards and done it all with an eye toward activism and the fight. For social she's justice. Not, a, not the sports person of the year, though. No, nope, right? she's the Sports Illustrated performer. Have we had that in the past? Um, that the because they usually name it in December. They have a sportsman person. of the year. Yeah. Huh. So it's not for on the court, uh, like for more off well, the court it antics. Well, it's it's both. For both, I believe. Yes. yes. Mm. The number uh, twelve. You're a, you're a child. You really are. <laughs> Former uh, several times a guest on the ride with. That's Rice. right. Very nice. Really. Person. Very nice person. Was she ever a sports person of the day? Yeah, Pat. Was I she ever a sports person of the day? Did her a certificate? A certificate. The number uh, twelve Minnesota Gophers <laughs> in action tonight. They're playing another ranked team. They're at home <laughs> against number ten Miami. News notes for today. Hard to stay focused, isn't it? Yeah, really is. All we do is we want Roycey to turn around so we can give him one of these. No, no, I'm not turning around. News notes from today. As you guys were talking about, Garrison Keeler fired by Minnesota Public Radio after allegations of inappropriate conduct. NPR issuing a statement saying the company is terminating its contracts with Keeler and his private media companies. Uh, Keeler telling the Star Tribune in an email the incident in question involved him attempting to pat a woman's back after she had told him about her unhappiness. Keeler wrote that the woman's shirt was open, his hand went up about six inches. So there, it's up. It went up. Up, up, up. How can that be a problem going up? Right well, up, up in the, the back of her shirt. Uh, plus, skin he, skin. he tripped over backwards apologizing to her, yeah. right? He apologized when the woman recoiled. He said he also emailed the woman an apology. He said she replied she'd forgiven him and not to think about it. He then reportedly said uh, he, uh, Ke- uh, Keeler reportedly said he considered her a friend. They remained friendly, quote, right up until her lawyer called. <laughs> Is this, in fact, the incident that got him fired? Apparently, that's what he told the Star Tribune. That's okay. what he's saying. Yeah. All right. right. All right. Meanwhile, uh, on the same day, the giant Christmas tree is to be lit outside the NBC studios at Rockefeller Center. The network dumped one of its biggest stars, Matt Lauer. I think the country will be okay. Matt Lauer acts. <laughs> will rebound? I think so. They're, uh, I think he can light the tree without him. Apparently, they've filmed parts of the show already, and they're trying to edit him out. <laughs> they spent the whole day trying to do that. Apparently, this all happened just hours after a secret meeting where his alleged victim and her lawyer told NBC Brass her story of inappropriate sexual behavior from the longtime Today Show host. It allegedly took place at the 2014 Olympics. Ari Wickenfield of Wickenfield, Herndine, and Atkinson said over the course of several hours, my client detailed egregious acts of sexual harassment and misconduct. The statement from the network said, we're also presented with reason to believe this may not have been an isolated incident. Was that uh, the Sochi Olympics or was that the yes, yeah, Sochi, Sochi yeah. Olympics? Yeah. A North Metro man who pulled animal carcasses from the road for a living has been awarded more than $400,000 after <laughs> suing Anoka County. Ricky Johnson of Now Then said he had a contract to pick up all deer John, carcasses. John, I think it's pronounced Now Then, like that. <laughs> said he had a contract to pick up deer carcasses on Anoka County highways after collisions for several years. Yes. After learning that in 2003, the county began using jail inmates to supplant some of Johnson's work, he filed a lawsuit. 
I mean, the county didn't honor his contract. Was he? Was it piecework for him? Yeah. Well, well he no. would see a lot. I mean, like here's a here's an example of he uh, he found something in the road. This thing was ten foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> he had beautiful hair. Yeah. John, <laughs> yes. Kind of expanding on on Joe's question, was this like commission work? Uh, Would he, he get paid per carcass? Uh, he. Uh, I don't know, Kenny. I, I'm, I, I was, bet I'm he not, did. I bet he did. He, that had to be why he but, brought the suit, if well, he was getting paid per right. carcass. He right. said the deal, though, the original contract said he got to pick up all the carcasses. Okay. And when they had people start... <laughs> I get to pick up that dead carcass, man. <laughs> but what so, I'm saying, if right, he was so just was, written, if he right. was just on salary... It wouldn't matter. Oh, hell, it'd be awesome then. Yeah, <laughs> let somebody else pick him up. But Oka County said it can't comment on the ruling because it's thinking about an appeal to the Minnesota Supreme just Court. Just pay the guy. <laughs> That's a job you could get, Kenny, if something happens here. Driving the rendering truck up there. and uh, Racy, I'm already doing Alex. that job for free. <laughs> yeah, if, you, uh, if you're still around to get fired the third time here, I told you about the, right around the corner. I told you about the legendary Swanee from out there in Lester Prairie who was a big uh, drinking buddy of Jimmy Robertson's. So no. What, what? A, only the old twins would have the guy driving the rendering truck as a big buddy of them, Swanee Landine, he was famous out there in Lester Prairie. But Swanee, Swanee, yeah, nobody I, had a normal yeah, name no, in your no, town. No, no. no this is Lester Prairie. Say it so close enough. He had a, yeah, deal. he'd like to have a cocktail, so he picked up a dead horse and put it in the back. And oh, uh, a horse. He picked up a dead horse and then he stopped and had a couple of toddies at the bar. He came out, the horse was standing up. Oh, at <laughs> I need a bambulance <laughs> in the back of his pickup truck. Back, yeah, whatever he threw, the items, we must have had some big thing, and he came out, oh, the horse was standing there looking Whoops. at him. Do you think it would have woke up when he chained it up there? Oh, oh my goodness. God. He was what we call a character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sounds like he might have been. Being political is apparently good for late-night ratings. Stephen Colbert, who's made President Trump a nightly target, assumed the top position in the ratings race in February, and now the lead has taken a big increase. His program, The Late Show, has taken viewers away from Jimmy Fallon, host of The Tonight Show. That show has lost 21% of its audience year over year since the fall season began September 25th. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel on ABC also making gains against The Tonight Show. Ever since Colbert leapfrogged Fallon and viewers, NBC executives have emphasized The Tonight Show is still number one with the 18 to 49 demo, which is prized mm -hmm. by advertisers. Uh, but listen to this. That's fallen in two years from a 500,000 viewer lead to 57,000 as of now. So he's only uh, wow. up 57,000 in that category. Uh, with all the libs being caught harassing, Lo, mm -hmm. let me tell you this. I told you this. Roy Moore will win by eight points <laughs> minimum. Right. Eight points minimum. Anybody, $5 bet. Anybody want to bet that I'm wrong? Well, Reavers loves making bets. He does, yeah. Mm -hmm. he's, he's good at it. <laughs> I'm no longer making bets involving Patrick. I've been burned already this year. Or Dave Harrigan. Or Dave Harrigan. You're buying him lunch every day this yep, year? Yeah, thanks, Pat. Really appreciate that. <laughs> what do you have today for lunch? He Does had, he uh, sometimes just take the cash? Soup. Too. No, he had soup. a nice a bowl of uh, wild rice Brian soup. made some really good well, soup Well, does he today. get to uh, name what he wants? Well, I, just, I come up here and I ask him. I what, told him tomorrow like? to go for the patty melt downstairs. Go an SA, get him a fruit bar. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's part of the deal. He gets to select it. From the cafeteria. Yeah. In Great Britain, men will no longer require a prescription to obtain Viagra. 
will instead be able to buy it over the counter at drugstores. This is not a good idea. With all this harassment going on, this is not a good idea. The decision by the UK Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency follows a public consultation. Uh, it'll be up to the pharmacist to judge whether men over the age of 18 can safely be sold Viagra. Hey, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> That was wrong. Hey, you need one. Yeah, you'll be all right. right. That's wrong, Chris. <laughs> You're going to be all right. You'll be all right. Manufacturer Pfizer hopes to get stocks of Viagra Connect into UK pharmacies by spring of next year. Experts say making the medication more widely available will help men who might not feel able to visit their general practitioner about impotence. They also hope it'll stop men buying unregulated medicines from websites operating legally. They, of course, can have adverse effects. I, I told Such, by the way, with everything's going on now, yep. you got to take the advice when you approach a young woman, old, whatever woman. Yeah, right. A woman. You got to take Stan the Man Musel's advice. Mm-hmm. What was that? Look them in, uh, remember their name, look them in the eye, and give them a firm handshake. <laughs> <You know? laughs> None of this. None of this. This is the home of sports talk. It's our home. Huge home field advantage. 1500 ESPN. Well, hey man, we're waiting. Well, I wasn't sure if you were ready. Yeah, yeah, we're ready. You know what I'm saying. I think I do. A Southern California man charged with stealing a $300,000 Ferrari was arrested after reportedly stopping and asking for gas money. Sad. <laughs> Santa Ana police arrested Israel Perez Rangel on November 1st. He's pleaded not guilty to car theft. Authorities say the 458 Spider was brought into a Costa Mesa service center but stolen in October after a worker left the key on a passenger seat. Security video showed a man in a Ferrari jacket walking onto the lot and taking the car. Two weeks later, the car showed up trashed at a Santa Ana mobile station where Rangel was asking for gas money. After uh, people started asking him why he needed it for such an expensive car, he fled. He was found in some bushes by police. What do you mean the car was trashed? It was uh, wrecked. He, and he had it Scraped for, up a bit? He had it for two weeks, and he didn't take care of it. Okay, okay. so he, he put it in some tight parking spots and all like The Los Angeles <laughs> Times says... And Cheetos wrappers <laughs> and McDonald's. Oh. Los Angeles Times says insurers did pay the owner, Susan Friedman of Laguna Beach. She used the money to buy a 2018 Lamborghini Hurricane. Okay. In Ireland, a farmer has been fined for trying to pick up women in his tractor. (laughs) Anthony Breslin told police he was looking for women after they pulled him over in Derry City Center. The 18-year-old from Gortnaskea in Burnfoot, County Donegal, admitted to having no L-plates on the vehicle. District Judge Barney McEllum said, this is Don Juan. I was going to say Derry Juan, but that would not be correct. Get it? Ireland. Ireland. That's funny, John. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it. I didn't do it, Kenny. The judge. He was eighteen. Did. That's correct. Yeah. Mm. Defense solicitor Seamus Quigley. Mm. Oh, Seamus said we all know. Tractors. You can't write this stuff, huh? <laughs> you can't. No. Said we all know tractors are all about pulling power, but this is taking it to extremes. Mister Quigley said Breslin had been sent by his dad to look for some cattle, but after that he had taken the head staggers, which means. Being stupid—that's a Northern Ireland oh, expression. Head staggers. Okay, he'd head taken staggers. the head staggers. 
That's good. Mm-hmm. And that he had gone to Derry to look for women. Breslin, uh, because he didn't have the correct plates, was fined the equivalent of about seventy five dollars. Oh, wait, did you just look for him? Or what, what well, he was trying to pick up women okay. on the street. Uh, on the track. I'm wondering what kind of tractor he was on. <laughs> was it a cruddy old Belarus, or was it a nice shiny John Deere? Or I don't know. International? Kenny. What are we talking? I, I a cruddy old Kenny. case? I, I don't know. Kenny. So what was his crime? That he didn't have a license? He didn't have the the correct mm-hmm. plates I on see. the tractor. I see. And he was driving around town, stopping and asking women. If they want to go for a little, you know, all right. But right that in and of itself would not be that a crime. That would not be a crime no. if he had the correct plate. Right, yeah, yeah. It's got a bouncy seat. <laughs> if he wasn't overly aggressive. <laughs> uh, police in New Jersey trying to trace the source of a loud banging noise that's waking residents and causing dogs to bark. Huh. Sayreville police say they started to get reports on yeah. them. Nice setup, John. Mm-hmm. I'm not biting on what? it. Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. Sir, if, I just brought this in. I know Joe loves stories about weird noises. That's the I only do. reason I brought it in. Sayreville, New Jersey police say they started to get reports on Monday about noises coming from nearby South Amboy. Police initially thought a private company hired to control the geese population was responsible. Shooting the shooting them? That was good. Probably the Dukes practicing. Mm-hmm. The Middlesex. Get it? Amboy Dukes? Mm-hmm. Amboy. Oh, I just got it. Oh, I got her now. Isn't that a pun? No, it's funny. No. But the, well, and it's his show too, Chris. So, That's true. so was it one of those air cannons? <laughs> they don't know. They have oh. no idea. The Middlesex County Parks Department said it was not a case of them trying to uh, get rid of the geese. Hmm. They say the investigation is ongoing, and they have no idea at this wow. point what caused the noise. Joe, you've heard those air cannons they set up by sunflower uh, fields, right? No. They go off about every 90 seconds. Just to keep birds away? It's unnerving. Ooh. And it's from sunrise to sunset Ooh. every 90 seconds. What are they trying to keep out? The uh, blackbirds, blackbirds and crows. Yeah. Crows, yeah. Wow. A Thai authorities have fined two American tourists for public indecency for posing for butt selfies in front of a famous Buddhist temple. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why the butt? <laughs> The uh, police identified the man as 38-year-old Joseph De Silva and 36-year-old Travis De Silva. They were arrested late on Tuesday at an airport in the capital of Bangkok. They were each fined $154 for bearing their buttocks for a picture taken last week at Bangkok's Wat Arun, or Temple of the Dawn. District Police Chief Jarofat Thangkamal. Oh, him. Said the two Americans, man, he's the hanging. He's one of their, yeah, he's one of their bad guys. He's the badass. (laughs) The two American citizens admitted to taking the picture. Uh, While Thailand does have a reputation, of course, for racy nightlife, the predominantly Buddhist country is deeply conservative, and revealing clothing is frowned upon, and public nudity is always considered offensive. The two men had an Instagram account called Traveling Butts, which showcased similar selfies taken at tourist (laughs) sites around the world. The account had more than 14, oh. yeah, 14,000 followers, but on Wednesday it had been deleted. Jerofoot said the two would also be fined for a similar picture they had taken at another temple in Bangkok. John, what is the name of their place again? What is the uh, website? It's Traveling, uh, Traveling Butts. Butts. <laughs> I just wasn't made for this time. <laughs> I guess I just wasn't made for these times. The latest. So we're worried about that in Thailand, but the the uh, prostitution's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Latest holiday thing: they're selling upside down Christmas trees. Okay. Home Depot, Target, Walmart, Kohl's, Bed Bath and Beyond all have them for sale this year. Uh, some of the upside down trees, uh, according to all those companies, are being sold. For what purpose? 
Uh, well, you got any other stories in the file there, John? This one is not. This isn't doing it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, it, it's just. So and I'm the, not even curious about it. So the it. place you put the star is now on the floor. On the floor. That's correct. Yes. How what do you keep think, them watered? You got to hang it they're, from the ceiling. They're, they're fake trees. Mm -hmm. okay. That's what you. Do. I see so many trees <sighs> yeah. though. You got to wire it. I, mean, I don't it's gotta, like this idea. It's got to hang from the ceiling, and nobody's gonna. It has to, the weight of the tree is gonna. They're gonna be falling everywhere. <laughs> we got Thank you. very concerned. Yeah. We got the best deal though. We got like electric trees. There's three of them that you fold up, and then you put them out in the shed, and then we have the we have somebody put them on the deck. We don't have any of that Christmas nonsense inside the None house. of that. Uh, hey, hey Sooch, hmm? can I be dismissed? Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> no tree trimming, anything like that. Fantastic. Neighbors think we're this. The neighbors <laughs> think we're these big celebrators of Christmas, and we don't have <laughs> Were those keep the tree outside the way maybe somebody keep a dog outside? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. We'll keep the trees outside. <laughs> Are those your guys, the, the holiday light? Guys, is, is no, that what they, they lights made easy? I think they went with the uh, with the uh, sales guy that used to represent them. I don't think uh, <laughs> I got I heard from them. <laughs> I, I got I'm sorry. Way to open that wound up there, Chris. Mm -hmm. I thought so maybe. there's an open endorsement available, is what you're saying. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> no. Apparently. I, yeah, I decided it was silly. Anyway. You mean to tell me yeah. that tell you have me. a guy who has to walk the tree from the shed to the deck? No, there's a lot of work. You gotta get tape these things down in the uh, deck. Yeah, you don't want them to blow away. No, I have uh, my the guys that uh, come, the the folks that come and uh, clean the house once a week. <laughs> they do the trees. Do you have to give them instructions like go to the shed to find the box. <laughs> nope. Get the tape. They just do it all. They know what's going on. They've and the lights are built into this. They've been with us long enough. Okay. Yep, it's okay. fantastic. That's the spirit. coming up. I have Todd Hoffner, the coach at Minnesota State Mankato. Minnesota State Mankato is advancing in the Division uh, Two playoffs, and he also coached Adam Thielen uh, down there at uh, MSU Mankato. Boy, he's a good player. Yes. Yeah, leading the uh, world in votes for the Pro Bowl for really? the All-Star game. Really? So, uh, I mean, that wide receiver. And then Herm, Herm, who might be going to Arizona State as the football coach there at Age 63, we're hoping Herm is answering the phone like he usually do, yeah. does when we call him. And uh, we'll uh, Are you we'll having a hockey half hour? Most, and then we got the happy, uh, hockey uh, half hour with uh, Josh, uh, Josh, Jess Byers. With Josh Arnold. Josh. Uh, let's talk out. some puck. Goalie, you got to have a good goalie. <laughs> 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 42. If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, you are going to love Viator. Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. And for me, Sun Valley skiing is huge on my bucket list. So I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom, custom ski and boot fittings and tickets delivered right to our condo. Pretty unbelievable. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.